Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Donna Watson Show. I'm your host, Donna Watson. I'm just an average American patriot who loves God, her family, her country. I try really hard to listen to God's voice. Sometimes I write stuff. Come with me. Together, let's explore this crazy experience we call life. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to podcast number five. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. As I mentioned yesterday, I've been reading through the prophets in my morning quiet time. And today, we took a look at Micah. Now, Micah is another interesting guy. My Bible study notes that he was from the country but he was not a country bumpkin. He was a skilled orator, a master of metaphors with a genius for wordplay and blunt, vivid, vivid imagery. Few prophets saw the future more clearly than Micah did. He prophesied the fall of Samaria, Jerusalem's destruction, the Babylonian captivity and return from exile, as well as the birth of God's future Davidic ruler in Bethlehem. His ministry probably began late in Jotham's reign in Judah and ended early in Hezekiah's. But most importantly, history aside, I found a parallel for us and a word for today in the pages of Micah. Micah's message and purpose was to proclaim to Judah his rebellion and to Israel his sin, it says in chapter 3, verse 8. He pronounced God's judgment to call his people to repentance. And because injustice was so rampant in their society, he warned that they would suffer destruction and exile, silence from God and frustration. But I love how Micah balanced his dire prophecies with a message of hope. One thing that I find interesting is that Micah told the Israelites that God would use their enemy to correct them. Micah 4.10 reads, You will go to Babylon. There you will be rescued. There the Lord will redeem you from the grasp of your enemies. That's a curious thing. But he didn't leave them there. He also told them that what God expected of them. Micah 6.8 reads, Mankind, he has told each one of you what is good and what it is the Lord requires of you, to act justly, to love faithfulness, and to walk humbly with your God. Now, God has placed within each of us the knowledge of good and evil. I mean, even children know what they should do and shouldn't do. It's only when we sin again and again that our hearts become hard, and in our hardness, we claim to not know the truth. But that's a lie. We've just hardened ourselves, and we've forgotten how to hear the truth. Now, I'm going to get a little bit political today. America is in a pretty bad place right now. As Christians... The American church has become so 
in many cases, so inwardly focused on our programs and how to be relevant to unbelievers that we have forgotten about our republic. We cry about how God has been taken out of the schools, but that is really only a byproduct of what happened when we talk, when we took our eyes off of our republic. And now, God help us, we have a huge mess on our hands. And it's time for God's people to humble themselves and pray, and to seek His face and His will. Now, so often when we pray, God, how would you like to use me? We expect Him to point us to some church ministry. And I would like to suggest to you that God gives talents that can be used far beyond the walls of the corporate church body. I challenge you today to broaden your thinking. It's good, it's critical to ask God for direction. We need to do that. But we also need to remember to not limit his answer to us. God wants to be represented in all sectors of our lives and communities. He doesn't want to be shut out of any corners or intersections of our lives. It could be that you have talents in administration. What an awesome direction to carry God's light into. I don't know what your talents are, but if you feel that you haven't found them, maybe you're looking too hard. Look at your life. What brings you joy? What fills you with energy when you think about it? That is where your strength lies. Buried somewhere there is a talent that God can use, something that he has gifted you with. Now, please understand, I'm talking to myself here too. I'm on a, on a um, mission to learn, and you get to come along on the ride with me. Um, but I think it's time for the American church to rise up. I think it's time for us to wake up and re-engage in our communities, to become involved in school boards and city councils, to volunteer for election activities, to take a stand for what we believe, and to carry the light of God's truth into the corners of our communities that have been dark for far too long. I'm going to step on some toes here. Don't get mad. Sitting around complaining about the state of affairs will not accomplish anything. It's time for God's people to stop complaining and to carry the light of the gospel into those areas where we see a need. If you see something to complain about, then you've seen a need, and God's given you a mission to fix it. I believe that America's at a crossroads we've never faced before. We've seen election fraud, we've seen moral degeneracy and loss of freedoms that our country's founding fathers fought so hard to gain. But I also believe the secret of our recovery lies in the pages of the Bible. Micah 7, 7-8 reads, But I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation, and my God will hear me. Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. Though I have fallen, I will stand up. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. 
America, it's time to stand up. It's time for the church to wake up. It's time to get involved in our communities and not wait for someone else to do it for us. For a republic to function properly, everyone has to participate. Nobody gets a pass. It's time to live the full, vibrant life that God has planned for us. It's time to take back the ground that the enemy has stolen from us. And it's time to be the warriors that God has called us to be. It's time to be the people God has called us to be at home, at work, in the marketplace, in our schools, and in our council chambers. I believe that is the challenge that we face. And we can do this. The light always outshines the darkness. As Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's all I have for today, guys. I love you all. This word challenges me. I hope it does you as well. Until next time. Take care. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.